Welcome everybody to the Mongols preview show. I'm Justin and as always I have Steve alongside of me tonight. We're sponsored by Roughneck Scarves and the Beautiful Game Network. By now you know what we do. We preview the weekend's game and for the second week in a row the Hounds face off against the Birmingham Legion. That's right. For the second year in a row the Hounds will host their first playoff game at Highmark uh, as well as uh others they play in the east this year that means all of the games that we play in the east and potentially the final if it's not against phoenix and we are there uh will be at highmark that's an amazing accomplishment um, for sure yeah for sure. like like we could potentially see four playoff games uh at highmark this year if we perform well and phoenix gets knocked out um uh, so we're gonna face the legion again saturday night it's gonna be seven o'clock um it is going to be great uh if you have not gotten tickets you need to go get them right now uh, they are getting close to selling out i mean multiple sections in the center grandstand are sold out uh, only the fringe sides are left um and I mean, I have no idea how many uh, tickets they've sold at this point um, in the special pre-sale for uh, the Steel Army. I mean, tickets kept getting added so many times on the Discord. People would be like, oh man, I'm glad I got my tickets. There were only 12 left. And then I'd go and look and there'd be 50. Um, so they just kept allowing us to buy more and more tickets. I expect that section to be packed. Um, it's going to be a great time. It's going to be loud. Um, yeah, Plus, I mean, I... I College yep. students, ten bucks. Yep, yep. Yeah, <laughs> you're in college and you got an ID. Yeah, I mean, ten bucks. This is this is monumentous for the Hounds. First place, uh, hosting home field advantage throughout the Eastern Conference playoffs. Uh, the team has tweeted out numerous times that they expect it to be extremely well attended, possibly set the record, um, which was set at the beginning of this year. So, um, yeah, come on out, come join us, come cheer on the Hounds. Um, so, Justin, can you tell us a little bit about how we've gotten here? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, I mean, the Hounds, we know, finished first in the East with a record of 19 wins, 4 losses, 11 draws. Uh, the Legion finished 10th in the East with a record of 12 wins, 15 losses, and 7 draws. Their finish in 10th put them in the play-in round uh, where they had to go to 7th place North Carolina on Wednesday. And they uh, were able to go into uh, North Carolina on Wednesday. Um, they got come from behind goals from Zach Haribo and Femi Hollinger Jansen. And then with a 93-minute stunner from J.J. Williams, they won their first ever playoff game in their first ever season. And by that, they got to book a trip back to Pittsburgh to play us for the second time in six days. Yeah. And, and, you know, I usually do not go searching for highlights from other teams. But, you know, since this was the team we would be playing, I was sending that highlight from that J.J. Williams goal to a couple friends. Like, I cannot believe this is what happened to get Birmingham back to Pittsburgh to face us. Um so, yeah, so let's talk a little bit then about what these two teams have looked like, uh, Pittsburgh at home and Legion away. So uh, Pittsburgh at home, uh, this is a really fun stat to read. I think everybody knows that the Hounds have not lost at home this year. In fact, they haven't lost going back into about halfway through last season. Um, but the Hounds have 10 wins and 7 draws. We don't even need to talk about zero losses because it's not even on our notes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's a cool thing to look at. I figured it's pointless to put zero there if it's not a, 
<laughs> it just looks so cool not seeing yeah. zero L. Um, yeah. Uh, so that's just great. I mean, we know that the that Highmark is a fortress this year. Um, it's that's going to be great for us. Um, the Legion, um, yeah. I mean, they're not a good team on the road. They've got five wins, eight losses, and four draws. Um, uh, yeah, this is the last. This is different than the last time we played them, where we played them in Birmingham. Um, uh, and so with that, I mean, I, I don't know. I just think there's going to be some differences in the game and what we see. Yeah. I mean, so I think obviously the change in location uh, plays a big factor for any for any team, really. I mean, what Birmingham did on Wednesday going into, you know, going into North Carolina, um, going into, you know, on the road, on a short week, um, you know, with having played uh basically a a a minus b team against uh against pittsburgh i think going there and and getting a result on the road is always um a good result especially when it's a winner go home game (laughs) um so i think this is a this is an interesting game but i think this is so i think we kind of have to go back to the first game and the first time we played them um and so this is a team coming back to highmark after on june 29th um we played them uh at highmark and beat them four to one um and that actually marked their halfway point in their season so that was their 17th game of the season and you have some interesting thoughts on kind of what happened from that before that point and then after that point yeah so uh so leaving highmark last time around uh the legion uh had a record of three wins 10 losses and four draws in their first 17 games. Um, then they had a bye week, a little bit of rest. And I don't know if it was they just found some time in there. Uh, if Tom Sowen like, figured out how to get this team to rethink things in those two weeks. Uh, but then they ended up winning nine games, uh, only lost five, and drew three uh, in the last 17. Um, so what that means is they lost two times as many games in the first half of the season as they did in the second um, and three quarters or 75% of their wins came in the second half of the season. Um, that's just a really interesting thing to look at that, I mean, you're talking about a team with 12 wins, nine of those 12 wins were in the last 17 games. Uh, so that's a big increase in their win percentage in that point. Um, but on the road, they were still really, really inconsistent. Um, even in the second half of the season, um, that inconsistency was evident. Um on the road in the second half of the season, they only won twice. They lost three times and drew twice. So what did that look like for them? Uh, so after uh, after we beat them, uh, they tied Ottawa 0-0 on the road. Then they went to Tampa and took down the Rowdies 1-0. Went out to Virginia, tied Loudon 1-1. They torched ATLUTD2. That's Atlanta United 2, for those of you that don't know the joke. But it is just one of those things where it's like, why? Um, they torched them for a five spot. Um and let's be real, this isn't a big feat. There were four games that Atlanta got scored five or more times, and there were another four that they gave up four goals. So, I mean, they gave up a lot of goals. Um, but still, I mean, they put five in against another team in the USL in their first season. That's a huge accomplishment for them. Um, they only lent in a single goal in a 1-0 loss to Nashville. Um and then they finished up the season on the road with a 3-1 and 4-0 losses to Swope Park Rangers and Hartford, respectively. Um, 
So that's all before they went to North Carolina for the playoff match on Wednesday. Um, it's still a big mixed bag when they travel. Um, and for me, that just makes it hard to know what to expect from this team. Are we going to see the team that is playing really good defensively and shutting down teams like Tampa and Nashville? Or are we going to see a team that is lending in lots of goals against teams like uh, SPR and Hartford? Yeah, I mean, who knows? I mean, I think that this is this is just a challenge. I think it's a challenge in any league to go on the road, um, to play in, um, you know, to play in a stadium you're not familiar with on baseball fields and football fields and everything else. You know, obviously it's going to be a challenge, but it is interesting that they are kind of playing up to Tampa and then they're playing down to Swope Park and Hartford. So I think that those are two sort of like interesting things, and I think we – we see that happening with the Hounds every once in a while, but maybe not to that extreme. Um, right. Uh, maybe not extreme nature. I'm going to argue for a little bit, though, um, that I think I do know what to expect out of this team. Uh, and the reason being, I think when you look at the stats behind their last two games, uh, maybe more defensively than offensively, because I think – Pittsburgh and North Carolina are very different defenses. Uh, but looking at those two kind of in the way that Birmingham defended both teams, I think you're looking at pretty similar games. It just happened to be two different results. So last week against Pittsburgh, last Sunday against Pittsburgh, Birmingham had 41% of the possession. That means Pittsburgh had 59% of the possession. Uh, they gave up 45 crosses. <laughs> That's absurd. <laughs> we put the ball in the box 45 times. That's just saying. Hold on. I, like, like I read it like when I looked at the notes, but hearing you say that aloud is just like, like that is absurd. Okay. It was a 90 minute game and every two minutes we were putting it across in the box. Um, bad, bad defense is what I call that. Um, we also took 24 shots in the game. Uh, we put 12 of them on target and one of them went in the goal. Um, thank you. Thank you very much, Mark Forrest, for putting that ball in the back of the net. However you did that. That is, Uh, that is the Hounds most efficient goal scorer, Mark Forrest. One goal every 97 minutes. (laughs) It's good. It's good. Um, they also had 33 clearances in the game. So those 45 crosses, you know, some of them are turning into shots, everything else, but they're also, they also cleared the ball 33 times. Um, one int- really interesting stat that I think is indicative of how bad the Pittsburgh shots were. Uh, Spangenberg, their keeper last Sunday, had 11 saves, which you look at any game and you look at any soccer game, you go, a goalkeeper had 11 saves. That was a pretty good game out of that goalkeeper. This guy is a guy who's had 20 saves all season long. So he had over half of his season average saves in that game, 11 out of 20. So he only faced 29 shots, 12 of which came from us. And so in his other 17 shots, He's given up like eight goals or something. So this was like an, an otherworldly performance for Spangenberg last Sunday. So that all, all that being said. Yeah. And, and to be fair, I mean, there were a few of those saves that were very, very good. There were yes. some that were very routine. 
Yes. Um, I mean, but he kept at least two or three balls out of the back of the net that on most nights against most keepers in this league would have gone in. Absolutely. Absolutely. So looking then against North Carolina. So North Carolina, obviously a different team than Pittsburgh, obviously a different quality than Pittsburgh. So I think you got to take that into account. They had 47% of the possession. So again, North Carolina had 53, Birmingham had 47. So less possession. They gave up 14 shots on the night. Two of those goals went in. They had 32 clearances in that game. I think I think North Carolina had something like 35 or 37 crosses. I mean, it was still a lot of crosses compared to kind of a normal game. But then you look at Birmingham's kind of offensive stats in the game. They had 19 shots, three goals on eight shots on target. So almost everything was going in the net for them on you know, everything that they put on frame, half of it, how almost half of them went in the net. So I just think, and then you look at what they did against Pittsburgh. They only had three shots and I think one on target. So it's, it's not like they had, they weren't putting a whole lot of shots in on, on, on Pittsburgh. So I think in both games, you look at both of those games, they've done a lot of defending over the past week um, against North Carolina. They just happened to come away with more goals. They did have more shots, but they had less possession so they were still doing a lot of defending um, in both games. Uh, the other interesting kind of comparison between the two games, they made six changes um, from Sunday to Wednesday. And I would think that we'll see a much similar lineup to the one that played against North Carolina than the one that we saw last yeah. Sunday. They played a much stronger lineup. Um, and so it, it just seems to be a team, I don't know. They play really good on defense and they give up one goal or they – play terrible on defense and they give up four. So it's just like, who really know? I mean, who really knows? But also it seems like the performances have been decently consistent. It's just whether the team on the other side of the field from them can actually put the ball in the back of the net or not. All that being said, all that being said, I think if we play a very similar game to what we played last Sunday, I think we walk out of Highmark with a four nothing four to one type win on Saturday. Yeah. I mean, I, I do want to say, I mean, I think this team is a little bit better than the last time we faced them at high mark. Um, they've, they've definitely got some changes um, on offense. Case in point, JJ Williams. Um, he was not there uh, when we played them last time. Um, so, I mean, you know, you saw his quality last night. He was involved in a number of plays if you were watching the game. Um, and that was a stunner of a goal. So, um, I mean, you got to be careful for a player like that. But, I, I mean, there are other players that are better than him in this league that our defense has handled without an issue. So, I'm not really concerned. Um, no, no, I'm not, uh, I'm not concerned. I mean, I, I think the other thing is, is sure, Spangenberg probably played the game of his life, but as you said, he hasn't played that much. Um, so, I mean, uh, Matt Van Okel, he faced six shots and had four saves against North Carolina. Um, uh, I'm going to expect to see him the starter, but, you know, I mean, his, his ratio between their past two games of shots saved versus goals given up is way lower. Now, really small sample sizes. It's not meaningful in that sense, but it's just he's not going to probably play out of his mind the same way Spangenberg did no. um, because that was an otherworldly performance by a player that doesn't get much time in the last home game of the season, like something to prove to everybody. And, and he did. Um, I think we're going to see a regression to the mean with uh, Van Ockel, uh, uh this Saturday. 
Yeah, and I think when when you have a team that kind of, um, you know, Birmingham obviously last week was not in a win or you know win or go home situation on Sunday. Um, it was they had already gotten their playoff spot. They could they could have gotten ninth, but either way, you still got to go on the road and play a playoff game. So I'm not I'm not sure that, you know, I'm not sure that we saw their necessarily best performance. But I also think that this could also lend well to the Hounds because I'm not sure that Birmingham is all that good defensively. Um, and I think then when you throw in the element of a win or go home game, they have to, you know, if, if we can get them down one nothing, 2 nothing early in the game, they're going to have to throw numbers forward, which I think Pittsburgh is really good hitting on the counter then. Um, and I think that's what we didn't have the opportunity really to do last Sunday at all because they weren't throwing numbers forward. And so it was like, we had to break this team down and that's why you see 45 crosses. Um, and so it's not like we're, it's not like we had the chance to really go on the counter at all last week. And I, so I think this week could look very different because I think we will have chances to go on the counter. Um, and I think we're a really good team when we can get on the counter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, last week when we played them, I mean, sure, they had a lot of guys in that don't get regular playing time. And they, I mean, credit to them. They came out, they played a game. They did not just hunker back, which was my biggest fear, that we'd have to break down 10 men in the box. Um, they, they played a game. They came out. They looked for opportunities. Um, that created space for us. That gave us the opportunity to... Um, to turn a lot of our crosses into shots. Um, it wasn't just like every cross we had was getting cleared out. Um, uh, but they also didn't get super adventurous going forward. I mean, no. they, they played a lot in their half rather than their third. Um, they weren't in the attacking third much. And so, yeah, on Saturday, they're going to have to venture forward because of that. They, they I mean... Do you really expect them to think that they can go 120 minutes and get lucky on a shootout against the top team in the East? I'm not playing that game if I'm Tom Sowen. Like, I'm looking no. for an opportunity to try to score something. I'm looking out to make a statement. Because, um, yeah, yeah, that's the last thing you want is to get embarrassed because you just didn't play the game. And I, So I expect to see them coming out to play. We're going to have spaces, and I think we have the quality to take advantage of that. Yeah, and I think this is a this is yeah, it's a game where you have to. I think when you're on the road, you got to go try to punch the team in the mouth and and kind of take the momentum early and all that kind of stuff. But I just don't think they have enough firepower to do that. So I'm not I'm not super concerned about this game. I think we do. I mean, we obviously still have to play the game. The game's not played on paper. The game's not played on stats. So the game's played on the field. So the guys do have to come out focused. They do have to come out and play the game. Um, but I think our two performances against them, I think. Uh, the first one, you know, was a really good performance that I think, you know, maybe Birmingham wasn't a good, as good of a team then, but they, you know, we still have to go out and play the game and all of that kind of stuff. And we did, you know, pretty much dominate that game. And then the second game we definitely dominated. We just had a keeper on the other side of the field who played out of his mind. Uh, and that not happening, I think easily, um, this game could turn into a little bit of a, a, a route, but um, but the guys still have to stay focused. They can't be thinking about the next round um, and who they might play in the next round, be it Tampa or Louisville. Um, we have to stay and then get to next Saturday when we get there. So um, going to be important to stay focused in this game. Yeah. Um, 
So, I mean, I think this is a general question for the fans. I mean, we always, at the end of the podcast, say, hey, get in contact. Um, uh, find us through one of these means. But I think this is a real question that um, if you've got thoughts on this, please let us know. Um, what do you think of this game? We want to hear what your thoughts are uh, as listeners to the podcast. Um, uh, so some things to think about. How does the midweek clash against North Carolina impact Birmingham? Are they going to be tired? Uh, are they going to have a, t- a high from this comeback win that they had? Um, so those are some things I've been thinking about. It's like, I mean, nobody has answers to that, but those are things that are fun to talk about and discuss. Hit us up on Twitter uh, or Instagram or wherever. Um, jump into that dialogue. And uh, um, yeah, like these are things that we're always talking about in our Slack channel. And uh, it's always great to have more people in on the conversation. Yeah. And also, you know, as part of that, I think the Hounds, obviously, first place in the East, you want to come out and make a statement in the first round of the playoffs. Uh, can you do that? You know, And I think that that's what they need to do is come out, make that statement, uh, get a nice, solid, easy uh, sort of looking win. And then you know, even if it's only 2 nothing or one nothing, but you score that goal early and, and then just you kind of dominate the rest of the game, um, you know, e- however you want to make it look, just make it make it look easy, make it look like you deserve that top spot, and and show, you know, show the East what you actually are, um, and then and then move on to next week. But that's the playoffs for you. So it is. So um, if people have been paying attention to the Mongols Twitter, um, we have some exciting news. Uh, we've got a Mongols anniversary kit uh, that has just been announced. Um, it is sweet. Um, and so one of the things that's really cool, I absolutely love this about this kit, is um, we see kits all over the world with sponsorships on them. Uh, and what we decided to do is uh, we've got a sponsorship with uh, CHS, Community Health Services, here in Pittsburgh. Um, but it's not a traditional sponsorship we are calling it a reverse sponsorship um so what that means is we are sponsoring them instead of them sponsoring our kits um so they're they're an organization here in pittsburgh uh we'll have some more info about them in a future pod um uh, but uh, all of the proceeds that we make from selling these uh, these kits uh, are going to be donated to CHS. Um, so if you have not seen that, go check our Twitter, uh, take a look, uh, go in and put an order. Um, I think they're an absolute steal at forty dollars each. Yeah, they're forty bucks a piece. They are actually they're not like t-shirt jerseys, which you see a lot of times at that sort of like price point. They are actual jerseys. This is a great company that's doing them for us, Icarus FC. They do um, jerseys for teams around the world. If you know the Tartan Devils here in Pittsburgh, they did the Tartan Devils jerseys. Uh, They're actual game jerseys as well, and and we're getting the same quality, same level of jersey. Uh, Another really cool part about this is it's a customizable name and number on the back. So whatever number, whatever name, you want on the back, uh, you can put on, on the jersey so you can get your last name and, and your number or nickname and, and whatever number you know you want. And so I think it's a really cool opportunity. Um, CHS is a great organization doing some great work here in Pittsburgh. Um, and so I'm really excited about that um, and excited about what we can give to them and, and donate to them and help with their cause um, and hopefully, um, yeah, continue to increase kind of our community partnerships. Um, that we've been doing all season long. So definitely go check it out. Definitely check out the work of Icarus FC. They're doing they're doing jerseys all over the place. 
um they have kind of crazy things going on where they're like making these fake jerseys for you know past towns and and just really some really cool stuff so <clears throat> definitely go check them out definitely go check out our jersey and if you can if you can spend forty dollars make it a christmas present or something so thanks for our sponsor roughneck scarves uh official scarf supplier to mls usl us soccer get custom scarves for your group or team at roughneckscarves.com we're a part of the beautiful game network go check us and many 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 other podcasts out at bgn.fm you can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever you listen to your podcast, Pocket Cast, you know, all of them. You can go check us out. Uh, but subscribe, leave us a review, star us something, let us know how we're doing. All of that helps the ratings and search engines and all of that to help other people find us. So if you like what we're doing, um, definitely give us a rating. You can contact us, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, the the name is Mongols. If you're on Instagram, Mongols Pod. Let us know what you think of the shows and what you think of this game. I'll probably be doing some Twitter pictures and stuff from the game on Saturday uh, since it's a playoff game. But we love hearing from you guys and would love for you to check it out. But until next time, have a great day. Ciao.